Hey there, moms. And kids. Welcome to the Unclutter It Mommy and Me podcast. <laughs> Every other week, we will discuss simple solutions for getting different aspects of your home and life organized. And when we're not talking about organization, we will bring you bi-weekly episodes just for your kids. That's right. In order to practice those organizing tips you learn here, you can pop on every other episode where we will entertain your kiddos with fun facts, jokes, and maybe even sneak in a few subliminal kid-related organizational messages while you get to work. So let's get organized and have a little fun while we do it. Let's get organized! This week, I want to talk about your stuff and why it's so hard to get rid of it. Maybe you don't have a problem with letting go. Well, this episode might not be for you, but I think we all have our reasons for wanting to keep things that we know we don't need. Maybe we keep them out of guilt, maybe because we might need them one day. Let's talk about letting go. Letting go is hard. We love to hold on to grudges, feelings, ideas, and especially physical things. It's easy to surround ourselves with these distractions because it brings us comfort. They remind us of people, of memories, happy times. It can eventually become detrimental, though, to surround yourself with too many material things when they interfere with the cleanliness of your home and just life in general. Sometimes there are deeper issues at hand as to why you're afraid to let go of your piles of clutter. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with having remembrance items as these can actually become a catalyst that takes you back to memories you might have otherwise forgotten. But when it comes to the physical things in this world, You want to be intentional about what you're keeping and the reason why you do. As a professional organizer, I'm often in a position to help clients let go of what no longer serves them. And I can relate because I've been through this entire process myself. Okay, it's story time. Starting way back in high school, a long, long time ago... (laughs) I began to acquire albums from my favorite band, The Beatles. Now, I had records that were given to me as graduation gifts from people who knew that I loved The Beatles. Ones that I had hunted down in antique stores, thrift stores across the state. Ones that I had purchased online. Some that were lovingly handed down to me from relatives who knew I was collecting. And I took my prized possessions with me to another state when I headed to college, and I hung them on the walls of my off-campus house with thumbtacks. Classy. (laughs) After I got married and I could afford to purchase frames, I encased the albums behind glass, and I hung all 28 records that I had on the wall of my game room in the basement. Then, when I moved to a much smaller home after I got divorced, there was no longer extra wall space where I could just display this collection of 28 records. They took up a lot of space. 
So I boxed them all up. I put them in a shed out back where they sat untouched for years. I'm embarrassed to say. But it's easier to avoid your problems and your things when you just shove them out of the way. But (laughs) that is no way to live your life. And really, what's the point of having things if you aren't ever even going to look at them or treat them with more respect than you would give, say, an ex-boyfriend who's done you wrong? Anyway, at the time of my move, I wasn't ready to give attention to my old collection of memories or make decisions about them. I was overwhelmed with life as it was. But as the years wore on, it became clear that something needed to be done if I was going to reclaim my already limited shelf space in the new garage that we had built. After years of sitting in the shed, exposed to the elements... The albums were now covered in dust and animal DNA. We'll leave it at that. I had neglected my things, offered them no respect, and it showed. But for some reason, it was still hard to move on. These albums were a collection of memories, and letting go of them felt like abandoning part of my past. If I didn't have the physical records... How would I remember they ever even existed in the first place? (sighs) I had delayed my decision about whether the album should stay and be displayed or be donated. And they had begun to deteriorate, as things will do. It was time to finally make a decision. Now, as a professional organizer, I was feeling a little bit hypocritical since I frequently remind clients to display what they love instead of stashing it all inside cardboard boxes where it will eventually turn into trash. Yeah, there's no reason to keep a collection that is scarcely even enjoyed or looked at. Once you've left this world, we should all think about that from time to time, you don't get to take the physical things with you nor would you have a need for them. And chances are, after you're gone, the people you left behind, they're not going to want your stuff unless they've specifically requested it. It's just how it is. And if that's the case, why not give them your prized possessions now so you can live to see someone actually enjoying your stuff instead of just keeping it in the basement, buried deep, deep down inside a crusty old box. I had several options for what to do with my things, as people always do. Now, had I not framed the cardboard sleeves with the album inside, the decision would have been made for me. They would have been absolute garbage. As it were, the frames were covered in dust, the records preserved, but they were not beyond repair. I could simply just clean the glass place all the records into a tightly sealed container instead of a cardboard box and leave them in the garage to continue taking up precious storage space. That's always an option, just keeping them and never looking at them. Okay. I could sell the whole lot or I could keep a few favorites to display in my home and maybe donate the rest, try and sell the rest. I decided to keep seven. 
just a random number, seven. I spent an afternoon wearing plastic gloves since those frames were covered in filth. Remember, in animal DNA. And I spent the afternoon cleaning my once prized possessions. It was kind of sad how dirty I had let them get. After they were cleaned, I systematically laid them all out on a tarp so I could see them all at a glance and choose my seven favorite to keep. Now, after perusing the internet, some of the albums I found were valued at over $200 in mint condition. Mine were not in mint condition. They were well-worn. To me, it wasn't worth my time and energy to try and sell these records. There's nothing wrong with selling the things that you no longer want. Sometimes you can make money off of it. But if you're going to do that, create a deadline. And if the items don't sell in the allotted time you've given yourself, just donate them. Those items are subconsciously taking up space, not just on your shelf, but in the back of your mind. So once you decide you no longer need them, it's just time to cut your losses and reclaim that room in your brain and your shelf so you can remember more important things like where you last left your keys. Finally, I was making decisions and saying goodbye to things that were no longer serving a purpose in my life. Some of the albums were easy to let go of. They were covers that were done by other bands that were not the Beatles. Songs I didn't particularly love. And art that I wouldn't want to display in my home. So I confidently chose my four favorites to hang inside. And there were an additional three that I didn't want to display, but also I was not ready to part with them just yet. (laughs) And that's okay. Sometimes you might not be in a place where you're ready to make a final decision without regretting it. So if you have a place to store them that's out of the way, just keep them. You don't have to rush into decisions that will last a lifetime, but you also want to make sure that those decisions eventually do get made. If your things are not interfering with your life or creating chaos in your everyday space, you're not required to get rid of your things. Certainly, you don't need permission from anyone to give away or keep what you own. But when you're deciding to be more intentional with your things, they will actually hold more meaning and be less of a burden that you're forced to maintain. I know from experience. Okay, so I boxed up these three albums for safekeeping in the shed and donated the rest to a local thrift store where somebody else, I assume, found these treasures and loved them just as much as I had once. Everyone will have an opinion about what you should do with your stuff. If it belongs to you, though, the decision is yours. So make it and own it. Whatever you decide, it should bring you satisfaction with not an ounce of regret. Okay, using the same technique I had used to call my record collection, I also systematically sorted through the CD collection I had begun when I was a tween, making decisions I had put off for years again. So I did this whole process again. 
When you find yourself with a problem, you just have to figure out a number of solutions to take care of it. So with the CDs, my first problem was that I needed to figure out how to use this collection of mine, given that there was no CD player or computer in the house that even had the capability to play a disc. So I just had all these CDs sitting around not being used. Basically, that's garbage. (laughs) The solution, I realized, was to take my collection out to my car because that car that I had at the time had a working CD player. So I'd actually be able to listen to the songs. Brilliant, right? There's no reason to keep things if they've lost their purpose. If I did not have a way to play the CDs, what would be the reason to keep them? Besides maybe memory's sake or to show your kids someday, they won't care, I promise. Luckily, I had found a device to listen to my music collection, and now I needed to come up with a plan for what to do with them when I was finished, because I didn't want to keep them all. They take up a lot of room. Although they are relatively small in size, the binder of all these CDs combined was taking up valuable space in my 980 square foot home that I would rather use for things that I actually do use all the time. Okay, so I decided to automatically keep all the Beatles CDs, obviously, for memory's sake, (laughs) really, no other reason. I just liked the covers. Then I contacted the CD Recycling Center of America to responsibly recycle some of the old media. I gave some to my mom because she wanted some of the CDs. And then I went on Pinterest, where I spend way too much time, for (laughs) DIY ideas on what else I could do with these old CDs. So I decided to hang some of them in my backyard as whimsical decor and also to deter squirrels from feasting on my fruit trees. We also have chickens and I was told that the CDs in the wind will scare hawks away. I don't know if these things really work, but they look kind of cool. Over the span of a year then, yeah, this project took over a year. I listened to each and every single CD. I downloaded all of my favorite songs as I was listening to them onto a Spotify playlist because I have the paid version. So I could actually spend time listening to my collection at the gym instead of it just sitting on a dusty shelf, (laughs) taking up space. Yeah, my shelves are dusty. And then I got rid of the rest of my collection. So what do you have to do? You have to determine your end goal and then break it down into manageable steps that you can actually complete until the project is done and you can reclaim that space again. So keep them, display them, sell them, give them away, donate them, but make decisions about your things so someone else doesn't have to make them for you later in life. I've worked with clients who had to pitch entire cardboard boxes of memories, cards, and photographs that a mouse had eaten or turned into its nest in the basement. It's so sad. 
It's painful to throw away prized possessions and memories simply because they were not properly preserved. You don't want your memories being thrown away when it's not your decision. Basements, especially in the Midwest, not only provide homes for rodents, I'm sorry to say, but they are also notoriously damp. If you must store things amid these conditions, it's best to put them in sealed plastic containers with lids. You can find them anywhere. Walmart, Target, the container store. Buy a big container with a lid. I've worked in homes where the basement was filled with cardboard boxes of memories that had been completely flooded. And with everything exposed to the elements and left in an unorganized heap, it all became covered in black mold. Sad to say. Not much is saved from a garbage pile in situations like those. Another client of mine was bequeathed a home full of expensive art from her deceased aunt, who had been a hoarder, and the paintings were found in her dusty attic under piles of clothing down in the dingy basement, and so many of the frames were beyond repair. We would spend hours wearing masks in order not to breathe in the toxic mold growing all over, wiping down frames in order to safely remove the art from within. Unfortunately, much of that artwork was destroyed forever. It's a tragedy to see memories lost to the garbage purely just because they were forgotten. So to recap, keep what you love, display what you love, sell the things that you no longer want or donate them, but make a decision about your things. It is time for our favorite, or maybe our least favorite, part of the day where we find something that we've been putting off and we make the time to do it. What's your timer task of the day? My timer task this week is kind of a fun one. We are going camping this week and we have a camper. So it's kind of a lot of work up front, but it gets a lot easier while we're there. If I have everything neatly organized and packed, which of course I do. So I have a long list of things that I need to do and buy for our upcoming camping trip to North Carolina. And so today I am just going to systematically go through my list and check off each thing, making sure it gets into the camper, purchased, put away, so that we can have a fun vacation this coming week, which means we may or may not have a podcast next week. We'll see. That's it for this week. So now it's your turn to let go of some of those hard things you've been holding on to, maybe not even thinking about that are in the basement, the garage, the guest room. What could you let go of this week? It's time. Good luck. Well, thanks for joining us this week on the Unclutter It Mommy and Me podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Briella. Have a fantastic rest of your week and good luck getting organized, mamas. Remember, 
The most important part of organizing is making the time to do it and actually getting started. That's all for this week. Happy, Happy organizing! organizing.